0: Welcome to episode 52 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Uh, How's it going, Robert? You, You look tired. Going well. I'm exhausted. Robert's been working.
1: I'm tired, too. It's only Tuesday.
0: Oh no! It is like this week
1: sucks. It's so long yeah, I, already. But,
0: but we're in Louisiana, so we get Mardi Gras break next Ooh, week.
1: We have a four day work week.
0: No, no, we have weekend. a four day
1: weekend. We have a three day, day week. Work
0: week.
2: Lily has a four day weekend this weekend too. No one gives a shit.
1: Oh we're not no! If we yeah, move yeah. to Texas,
0: we do have Mardi Gras. Break.
1: We don't have Mardi Gras.
0: Oh well. Can we bring it?
1: Unacceptable. <clears throat>
0: Can we start Mardi Gras in Texas?
2: <laughs> they have Mardi Gras in
0: Galveston. It's huge. That's in the same county. I got to get you saying counties.
1: Like That's so funny. It's
0: not, I got, okay. Anyways, <sighs> so, there's that. Uh, this week, oh, let's go ahead and get our sponsors, up, by the way, since that way Katie can go ahead and read her blurb.
1: We sure oh, can. Oh, I mean, quit knocking me into but the I
0: table. She's over. I can't scoot over.
1: Well, then you're going to need to get a bigger table. You realize and another the microphone,
0: microphone moves,
2: right?
1: Well, then move it. Just press. See how easy that is? Yeah, I do. Gosh, James, why do you be so complicated? are you looking for a high quality pvc rack look no further than lone star reptile racks they offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes geckos rats and more you can even order something custom shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a herps reptile show near you visit lsreptileracks.com to reach out to lone star reptile racks and place your order today
0: If I was nice, I would just record that and then drop it in there.
1: We don't have time. When do we have time to actually record it, babe? But
0: but I love watching you have to scramble to try and find it each week.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just for that, I'm going to save it to the notes on my phone so I don't have to scramble. Oh, no.
0: You're going to do something you should have done weeks ago.
1: Hey, (laughs) at least I wrote a blurb. How long was he your host before? I mean, I don't see you writing a blurb. Well, no. What about our other sponsor? You I'm gonna, don't even have their stuff pulled up. I don't, I don't have it pulled
0: up. Uh, I talk really slow to give me time.
1: And Sean Gray was giving you shit earlier about prepping for a podcast.
0: You know what? Sean Gray could suck it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm going to tell him you said that, but he'll probably hear it.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Sean Gray, our other sponsors, Herb's Reptile Shows. I, lo- I love you, Sean. <laughs> If you're looking for an awesome reptile show, and if you're in, what is it, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Louisiana, soon-to-be Alabama, I Colorado. think, Colorado. Colorado, it's taking over the world. But even if you're not in those places, make a trip. But the next show is Temple, Texas, February 20th and 21st. I, I, so because we've been talking about possibly moving to Texas, just throwing that out there, I've looked at a map a lot. I know where Temple's at now. It's south of Waco.
1: Actually. Yeah, I did see that. I know that because
0: I've, I've looked at a map. I had no idea where it was before. But now I know. It's between Waco and Austin. Yes. It's in a very Ooh. weird part of Texas. Uh, that is February 20th, 21st. Then the Corpus Christi Texas show is February 27th, the 28th. Then the Bryan College Station Texas show is March 13th, the 14th, which we will be at that one not vending. For the first time coming to a Herb show not vending is going to be weird. We just hang out behind my table. I was
1: gonna say we're gonna hang out with Robert. Our kids gonna be working. I'm
2: gonna, a, be I'm gonna sell
0: racks. I'm gonna push racks. Uh, and then our first show uh, that I'm vending again will be Beaumont, Texas, April 10th and 11th. Uh, but at I believe I believe at the Temple show. I know the Bryant College Station show. My partner will be there with Simply Bio. At least the Bryant College Station show. I think Temple. I should probably know this because she's my partner. But uh, let me look. I oh, say I could actually check. But if she is, look for the Simply Bio table and uh, buy you know, some bioactive uh, displays. A little, little bioactive, a little slice of nature on your desk. Bless you. I think that's a good tagline. I'm going to put that on that. A little slice of nature on your desk. Aww. Oh. Nah, I'm good. I lost it. The moment's gone. But.
2: She her- is not on the list for, for Temple.
0: Oh. All right, don't here at Temple. She won't be mm. there. But she will be at Bright College Station. So I'll be there. Oh, that, that is true. You you can't go buy a rack at any of these shows because Robert will be at all of them because he doesn't have a life. Oh, uh, I'm just kidding, Robert.
2: <laughs> That's uh, pretty much true. My <laughs> life is my reptile family. That is true. <laughs> because this weekend, cruel. I'm doing my first hurt show. Boo! I'm just kidding. Uh, maybe. Uh, Who um, is it? Which one is it? Yeah, it's the one in McQueenie. Uh, huh. The name is escaping me right now. The one that Rick Tozer is taking care of. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to that one. It's a small show. I've only got two tables there. Let
0: the Texas Reptile Show.
2: I, um, I believe it's what it's called. I, I want
0: to see. I saw it posted today, and I was like, "Man, I don't know that show," but now I do know that show. Our guest yeah, last week talked about that show.
2: It's been uh, that show has been going on for a long time. It's the Texas Reptile Expo at the Lions Club in McQueeny this weekend. Where's Nick Queenie? Um, that, that's
0: out west, isn't it?
2: it? no, it's it's east of San Antonio, near Seguin. It's only like two hours from my house, so I'm, that's
0: that's uh, that's west for you know, me.
2: Yeah, it's not much of a drive for me.
0: <clears throat> so but forget that show. I'm just kidding, forget that show. But Herb Reptile shows also go to all of them. Because you can always buy supplies. Frozen rodents, you can always get a new rack. Everyone needs a new rack. All right. Yep. Oh, and before we go any farther, I want to go ahead and talk about our giveaway. We talked about it last week. Uh, For the whole month of February, we are doing a giveaway for all of our listeners sponsored by Southern Reptile Supplies. Our buddy Andy over at Southern Reptile Supplies is giving away a $100 gift certificate in person. So it's at any Herp's Reptile Show in person, $100 at his booth. And If you've never seen Andy's booth, the Southern Reptile Supplies Uh, If it is something you need for a reptile, he has it, as long as it's a supply. And all you got to do is go to our Facebook page, leave a comment about what you would like to buy with your $100 gift certificate to Southern Reptile Supplies, and you're entered. You're entered in. Now, we can't tell you technically to share it or to tag anybody, but if you did it on your own, I wouldn't complain.
1: Why is it so cold in your room tonight?
0: I don't know, maybe because you drink iced coffee instead of regular coffee.
1: Maybe. My hands are
0: cold. Jesus Christ, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I told okay. you, I am cold. Anyways, uh, we've got a lot of good people. We've got like 40 people uh, comment so far, but go over there. Tell us what you would buy with your gift ticket. You get entered in for it. End of the month, we'll draw a name, and somebody's going to get a free $100 to spend on reptile supplies. You can get, A lot of people want bioactive supplies. That was what a lot of people said. Uh, we'll see what else I wrote through a couple of these. A chip. a lot of people wanted bedding bedding was a big one
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, people were going to buy a lot of bedding uh, people had planned on getting certain animals so they want to get all their supplies tanks and everything especially geckos because he's got tons of tanks and bedding and, and branches and everything so go over join our giveaway and then uh, next month we'll stay tuned we'll see what we have next month alright with all that out of the way all the stuff out of the way we can now introduce our guest as Katie's over here Moving papers around and grading papers. If I can hear that through my headphones, I know they can hear that.
1: Can you really hear my papers?
0: Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> so our guest tonight is Max from Max's View. How's it going, Max?
3: Oh, not too bad. Can you hear me all right? A little. You're, you got quiet. All right. Oh, there, there we, go. we go. Whoa. Okay. Okay, hold on. Too much? No, that's no, good. That's great. That's good. Okay, cool. I like so, it like that. Stop,
0: James. Cool. What is? Oh, sorry. So nobody can see oh, Robert. Oh, sorry, Max. We gotta interrupt you because Robert's on camera and I can see his new little pug. They oh, bought.
1: it's not his.
0: It's not, that's true. It's, it's Logan. That's true. His son Logan got a pug.
1: That's, that's how cute. I'm sorry, Max.
0: <laughs> Max, you're not as cute as a baby pug. That's um, fine.
1: It's even cuter when, like, Robert it can fit in the palm of his hand.
0: Just about.
2: Yeah, literally. Yes, uh, anyways, people.
0: back to our guest before sorry, I was really that's
3: <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's a pug. I've got a pig that was running around earlier. And <laughs> if she plays her cards right, I'm sticking her next to the mic. Some some point this podcast, nice that's that's me. New child book, the pug and the pig. Oh, get on that. <laughs> all
0: right, so Max from Max's view on YouTube, also from uh, <clears throat> we just know Max and we're friends with Max, so. He's also from that as well.
3: Oh yes. And one of the first things I wanted to say, James. Uh Uh-oh. Can, oh, can you hear me all right? Yes. Oh yeah.
0: I'm afraid of what you wanted to
3: say. Oh, okay. So uh so yeah, one of the first things I wanted to say was uh uh when I went up filming you, I apologize because I went back and I watched what I said because I edited this out, but what what I first said was the reptile, is there jumbo in it? And I thought it was hilarious, but I went back and watched it, and I, I was like, "Oh man, I sound, I sound like a jerk," because I, <laughs> well, like, my name's Max, and you know, a lot of people will go, "Oh hey Matt," and you know, like, and then I'm like, "No, it's Max," and they're like, "All right, Matt," and I'm like, "Okay, you're cool." And I watched it, and I was that guy. <laughs>
0: don't don't let, life lesson is don't be that guy.
3: So I edited out,
0: well, but that I do want. What? We will talk about that video uh, that is on my list of things I want to talk about so
3: yeah
1: I watched the video
0: I know I forced you to I, I, you're in the video
1: that makes it sound so horrible no
0: Kate Katie is busy and is doing stuff
1: I'm doing work
0: in between cause. when you're playing that one game on your phone that you play for like 30 minutes every hour I
1: like solitaire. <laughs>
0: but it's a weird solitaire. I've never seen someone play solitaire I'm that much. Back to your anyways, question.
3: that must be where my dad is playing solitaire. I- <laughs> I'm just kidding. My dad and I have a great relationship.
0: <laughs> I got dark real quick. My dad left to play solitaire 20 years ago, and I haven't seen him since. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, we'll, we'll hit on that video because we'll know that. And we'll go with, uh, the question, one of the questions we asked this week, and then we'll hit the other question later. So, Max, you, you shot a video this past, was it this past weekend at Conroe? No, the weekend before she we were off that this weekend. So two weekends ago at the Conroe show, uh, people should check it out. Go to Max's view on YouTube. You can check it out. You can see me. I'm in it. I'm awesome. You can hear Katie yelling in the background. Oh my gosh. So She's there. And everybody's wondering, uh, right now I get the lovely view of watching Robert stuff Taco Bell into his face. Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah, that's what that
2: cool. is. It is Wonderful.
0: But so, Max, you shot a video this past or two weekends ago. I keep saying this past weekend, two weekends ago at Conroe. What is the title of that video?
3: What is the title of that video? Jesus um, Christ, and- Max, come on! <laughs> hey, no, it here. it is why are reptile video reptile show videos bad? Which and is,
0: which is fitting with a couple of other YouTube videos that people have posted recently. About why Reptile Expos, Expos in general are bad, which we commented on that one. That one's full of crap. And also there was one of why Reptile Expos are good. And then you did why Reptile Expos videos are bad.
3: Well, see, and that's, and that's the thing is I didn't plan for those to come out before. Um, I, don't, I really don't like to follow a lot of video trends, like the feeding all my pets <sighs> <laughs> um I I might do one might do that one now because I've I've got a different idea for it. But I don't want to do the same thing as everyone else. So I wasn't trying to go off of that trend. But so historically the reptile show videos like are the worst performing on my channel. And the the best one is when I had the interview with Tinked um uh with those guys and I mean honestly they carried that video because it was the first interview with them since the show ended and uh and so and then I go back and I look at the edit of that one and I'm like man the interview part ran long and so I kind of switched things up on um on how I did things and so you see the part throughout the video where me and Brent are talking and then it goes to other things and me and Brent are talking about different things and that way it kind of has a message throughout the whole video and that actually really helped for my watch time but yeah no I I ended up making that because I love making reptile videos. I love going to reptile shows, but I don't watch a lot of reptile videos on YouTube. Like I'm a tech guy and a gun guy. So I'll watch all of that. And so I want to, I, I, I was thinking about like what I liked and what I wanted to bring to it and what I didn't see in other reptile show videos. And so I, I i just ended up making a video where I just talked about those things that I liked about other videos um or stuff that I wanted to see. Sorry about that thud. that's the pig rooting against the bottom of that. But but yeah, they um so I wanted to bring those points and you know I know people who go to reptile shows will watch it, but it was kind of more directed at creators just so we can raise the level of content. And I was calling out myself included. I I've done everything i've mentioned before
0: well and we asked the question this week because i knew about the the video and i knew about so i wanted to make a question around that we asked our listeners do you watch reptile expo videos on youtube and if so what type of stuff do you like to see in them to get an idea of what people wanted because i feel that so many people i i feel like one person shot a reptile video a reptile show video and then everybody's like well that's how they're supposed to be and they all became that way without ever asking what people actually wanted to see Uh, and so I want to go through a few of these ideas of what people said they like, and then we'll hit on what, uh, what you talked about in the video. So, uh, our friend Lavista said, yes, she likes seeing a variety of animals and interviews with breeders. Uh, she said the expos here in Indiana suck. So I like to see what good expos actually look like, uh, which would be any herps reptile expo is a great expo. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Maddie McCann said, I've watched a few to see what they're what they're like since I haven't been able to go to shows yet. But for what I've seen, they're mostly just panning over ball pythons and not really showing anything else. And I know you hit on that one in your video.
3: It was the first thing.
0: Yeah. Cause that's, that's every, I say every video that's 90% of reptile show videos. And that's why I don't watch them either.
2: Hmm.
3: I feel like
1: Wolf Sage's response is every single parent out there. He says that he would like to because they just went to one, but his six-year-old was pulling on his arm a lot. And that is one of the things. um, Working the front at Herp shows, I'll see a lot of people that come in on Saturday and... Either they're by themselves on Saturday and then they go back on Sunday and they have their kids when they go on Sunday or they have the family and kids on Saturday and they come back by themselves on Sunday. So I actually see a fair amount of adults that will come by themselves one day with kids and family the next day because when you've got – even our almost 10-year-old, she – looks at stuff that's completely different than what we look at at shows. So what you're going to look at, you're not going, you know, not everybody's going to see everything.
3: True. Uh, Exactly. And I I think that like that panning goes to the root of the, like, like I think that point kind of goes to the root of the problem with just the panning across the tables is because when you're at a reptile expo, you're able to sit there and see everything. Well, As much as you, a a lot more, and so because people want to share everything, like I I think it, they just try and share too much. You know, you need to focus in on the coolest part and the part that makes people want to be there. Because at the end of the day, you know, you really can't replicate being there.
0: Well, I mean, the panning probably replicates how I view a show mostly. Anyways, uh, now, not when I was younger, but now when I go to a show, I can walk through an entire show in probably ten minutes. Um because I do that. I pay I, I'm I mean uh, don't get me wrong, I've I've shit on ball pythons forever now, and so until the last like three shows, I've pan fest every ball python table ever and never really paid attention to 'em. Um so when every video starts out with a ball python pan of like fifteen different tables, I tend to skip that one because I can do that in person if I wanted to.
3: Right. Except those videos, what they do offer is when that per- when that vendor's staring at you and you uh you're like okay i'm not gonna buy anything i'm leaving now see my personality is like i have to explain myself like well i'm gonna take a lap
0: <laughs> that's that that okay, that'll tie into our other question I'm later sad. on but yes the i wish and a lot of this um well let me go with travis our, our buddy travis wyman said that uh he does not watch them um he says the stuff I would be most interested in either never makes it on camera or gets blown past so fast. It might as well never been there and stuff I could not care less about, uh, get 7,000 hours of lens time. Uh, which is true. He, he would like to see uh rare and less common species. Um, and so I wish these people that go to a show that are ball Python people, that's fine. If you're a ball Python YouTuber, that's cool, but you're at a show. Take, take, five minutes of your video to show in-depth non-Ball Python stuff.
1: For example, I only saw one lizard in Max's video.
0: Well, Max's video wasn't really showing the show, though. There was actually more than one lizard, by the way. He had the black dragons. Oh, the frilled lizards.
1: lizards. I retract that statement.
0: Yeah, I got your back, Max.
3: (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Hey, look. I'm That's- sorry if more than two lizards don't make it. <laughs> to be fair, I, cu- I, I cut my entire segment with Tracy out, and I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to post this later, by the way. I didn't film that for no reason, but I, I, I go around and I film a lot with a lot of people, but you have to end up looking at the flow of things when you have all the pieces. And Tracy's, oh, and Tracy's less important.
1: Oh, you hush. Oh, well, she he's, wasn't...
3: He's no- you
0: filmed a
2: lot of me on mine too, but I didn't see any of that in there.
0: Like I said, Robert's less important, right? Really? <laughs> you know who was in that video?
3: Oh my gosh! Here goes I, ego. I was
0: in that video. I getting that haircut. Jeez.
3: And say, so, even even yeah. though I, I I told James I was like, hey, look, I'm gonna film it right now, and and uh, so just in case something happens, I'd have to go. Because and I sure did, enough,
0: I did try to get him to film all three of us in the video together.
3: Yes, and I oh, all like
0: three of us. Oh, cool but he had to leave.
3: Yeah. I wasn't even supposed to uh, stay the second day originally, but when you get a full frame camera, that changes things because you have to redo everything you already shot the day before, because you really wanted to be good quality. (laughs) But, but yeah, no, like in even like, don't feel so bad because there were also like, there was an artist there. I was like, Hey, I love this. Uh, I think it was a gecko mushroom all in one drawing, and I was like, "It's twenty bucks. I'm coming back for it." And I totally forgot until I was ha- in Dallas. You were again that guy. I was that guy.
2: Yeah, was yeah. Was that the know, girl? That, I, was that the one that was right next to me, Max?
3: Uh yeah. She was like one aisle over. Yeah, I was like, oh so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna walk around. I'll be right back.
0: Sure you will.
3: <laughs> but in like a lot of things, I, I try and look at, and you know, I. I try and make match to other things. So, you know, when I went to, uh, I think the only enclosure that made it in was that question about the focus cube. Focus cube, yeah. Yeah. And so, there there was so so much about the show I wanted to make, or like wanted to keep in there, but I was like, okay, this isn't actually about the show. You know, and I I tried to capture some of the antics, some of the, you know, uh, different things like that. Um yeah and then you know it's just scrubbing through six hours of footage um, so never take anything personally people I take everything personally but anyways right.
0: other <laughs> other answers that we got from folks uh, Teddy Dalton said he'd uh, he'd like highlight highlight well I'm read this I like the highlight ones where people talk to different vendors about their stock and specific projects species and particular specimens I do like when they talk to a breeder about projects not just even if it look even if it's just ball pythons. If you're going to scan across, like you said in the video, if you're going to scan across the table, that's pointless. It's the same thing you can do on Morph Market. I can scan through a whole bunch of ball pythons on Morph Market, but if you get to someone, they've got a project, something that they focus on, ask them about it. So, I do like you
3: know that. who I should have talked to. I should have talked to Morph Market and said, "Hey, that would be a great spot to drop a sponsorship," <clears throat> and I didn't. <laughs>
0: um. Our buddy Joe Shaloner,
3: who films on a
0: potato. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James? I like extra videos to feel like I'm actually there experiencing. I'm gonna experiencing let his wife
1: it. beat you up the next time she sees you.
0: All three foot of her, I'm so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: She's was, a feisty little thing.
0: <laughs> I'll shove her in one of those cages. Oh, so, you push? Put her in the. a uh, will lock her into one Didn't of the venom say cages. Did she fits
1: in one of those cages? <laughs>
0: She fits in a suitcase. What are you talking about?
2: No hey at Colorado she got into the six that, footer. That's that in the,
0: the Joe locker in it. She could fit in the
1: four no. footer. Oh, oh my goodness. Anyways. No.
0: Uh one thing I did like uh in your video was <laughs> was the was the one guest at the expo you did interview. Oh, the mask.
3: <laughs>
0: Do <you have laughs> not
1: be ugly. James
0: Lewis? Uh, what? He is the nicest person you ever
3: met in your life. Oh, he was super cool. Yeah,
0: it's still hilarious. James, mm. in case anybody, you gotta go watch this video. Just go watch his video and and look for Darth Vader. He's in there. I had I
3: Bane on my video. <laughs> <Bane>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, if he's listening to this, yeah, I'm 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 laughing at you. But it, it's keep wearing your mask, man. What? Yeah. You're such an ass. I didn't sign on to be a nice person.
3: No, no, he actually he actually made a video at the show and then so he put his out first and then I made a video about it. But he knew I was making that video. And so he went to my comments and you know he was like, Yeah, it ran a little long. It's like he started self-reflecting and I'm like, look, if it makes you happy, you know, I'm not saying anyone don't don't change from what makes you happy. But I just as far as a techie guy and a guy who like looks at a lot of, you know, The cinematic YouTubers, which is really popular right now, uh, you know, I look at a lot of that. And so it's like, okay, reptiles can be cinematic. Um, And so that's what I wanted to bring. But no, he was awesome. Um, Like how like I expect like, okay, he had some condensation right there in front of his mouth, which was interesting. But I would have like it was really hot in that expo. Mm -hmm. yeah and i was like like he stuck through it the entire time he was there and so the fact that he didn't have condensation all the way around the mask i was impressed
0: yeah so just 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 to give an idea everybody out there and and go watch max's videos you see it because he's been at the last three conroe shows this, this guy i don't know his name but uh he wears like a full face scuba mask or like snorkeling mask and he's got uh one of those like it's got the uh microphone that he put in there and then the box that he wears around his shoulder that talks out so you hear him talking on his microphone box
1: I'm just saying though that, that would be pretty cool for me to have teaching because then my kids could actually understand I know lots of teachers what that I'm up, but
0: no see I know a lots of teachers that bought that at the beginning of the year when they're like oh I'm gonna use this not nah, a single one still uses it Oh. Uh- a bunch of teachers are like this is gonna help kids hear me. I just and then stand they on the that- other
1: side of the room and take my mask off, so I'm That's far it. enough away, and then I'm
0: just super loud. I just go around spitting on them, telling them here's some corona. You
1: do
2: not. Do no, not.
0: I don't want to get that
3: close to them. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that comment on my video. Like, why aren't you wearing a mask?
0: Because I te- thought it. Because it's Texas.
1: <laughs> I thought I was like, man, look at all these people that don't have masks on. But I was there, and I know the venue. Like, it's
3: fine. Because well. S- See, it's like for me, you know, it would kept it kept focusing on everyone else's faces. Like the part with Blake, it was focusing on his face. I was like, okay, I got to take this thing off. But oh,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense.
3: You need to make you an extra
0: big mask that covers the whole beard, goes all the way down oh. and then encapsulates the beard. I have a new beard. one.
2: I have a new one that does that for mine because I kept getting a wave in my beard and it was driving me nuts. <laughs> it has my logo on it too, so you'll see. Fancy. Oh, that's cool.
1: I've seen, um, there's some women, I think they're vendors or vendors wives, but there's, it's like a bandana, but it actually has the elastic that goes behind their ears, but then it hangs roll low. That is a
3: massive mac- mask. I almost said mats. It's made out of a C cup. See, <laughs> <laughs> covers my whole beard.
0: That's cool. And it does cover the whole beard.
3: I, I mean, D cup.
0: D- yeah, maybe I've seen Robert's face. That may be a double D. <laughs> <laughs> nobody can see Robert modeling this thing as a bra. That's I, I feel bad that nobody can see that. Oh so, anyways, going back to the video So, here's my view. I, I watch a lot of YouTube mainly while pooping, because that is the best time to watch YouTube. Why?
1: Wow. Wow.
2: What do you mean? Why? why everyone listening, everyone
0: listening right now watches YouTube while taking a shit.
1: I don't. Everybody
0: poops. You don't watch YouTube.
1: No, because I I go in there, I take care of business, and I come out. I'm not in the bathroom for 30 minutes. You know right, every
3: hold guy, on. Every guy wants to go into the bathroom because it's the one place they can be left alone. Hold on, James. Uh, I'm going to interject here. As a former vegan... Shut the fuck there's up. An u- <laughs> nope. Shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you lost all credibility right there. Hold on. Hold on.
3: <laughs> there is an unspoken mm. benefit to being vegan, and that is, like, you don't pull out your phone. You sit, and then, you, like, you're done fast. That's not a benefit. I'll
0: never know that. I I enjoy, I enjoy shitting. Why would I? Just, I'm not a bunny rabbit. I don't want to drop two little cocoa pods okay, and leave.
3: It's not a bunny rabbit. It's more like you ever step. No, it's. I don't, never mind.
0: Lori's gonna get upset because this is turning into a poop cast. It is. That's, that's wait Lori's, wait. Lori's thing. I don't want to. Sorry, Lori. I don't want to step on your on your poop. All right. So so back to the podcast. Anyways. I watch a lot of videos. And so a couple things that I've noticed in several videos, intros. So many people spend too much time on their intros. I feel like, and I've heard from people that actually with this podcast that some people were happy that the intro on this was not a drawn out like whole song. And then we come in and talk. Um, it's, You'll hear be like like thirty seconds of an intro into a video, and someone has already decided to go to the next video. So I don't know how you feel about that, Max. But that just seems like I, I can't sit through thirty minutes of just music, waiting for the video to start.
3: I think it depends on your intro. So um, when Ooh. I took when I took my hiatus through uh, YouTube, um, of course, YouTube hated that because it likes constant content. Um, there was a couple. Um, there was a there was a couple intros I put a lot of effort into, like mean lizards and how to manage them. I did a whole boxing intro where you know I'm getting ready for this fight. I step into this ring and you look across the ring and it's this uh, it's a blue tongue skink, and then it fades to black and you know it's me getting carried out because I got my butt kicked. Um, butt kicked. that sound like a ten year old, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. And so it's like you make the in- intro interesting. You you either do that or. It's kind of a cliche, and it's very reality television. You drop the most important part, but you cut out the solution to like you know. Those it's are, like I'm
0: okay with those. I've seen that. I like that that way.
3: It's a cliche, but it is for a reason.
0: Well, it, it's 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 kind of clickbaity without being clickbaity because that's actually going to give you what you're going to see. Like I, I'm okay with that. The difference um,
3: between clickbait is like does it provide like actual content? Like if it's if it's shallow, then it's clickbait. Yeah,
0: I also and someone else mentioned it. I'm trying to remember who it was Um, when it talks about music. Uh, A little bit of music behind when they're talking is fine as long as you can hear folks. But sometimes the music's too loud. and You can't hear the conversation going on because their background music's playing too loud.
3: I have a preset for that, like because you can run a certain kind of compressor because it's either people will drop their music way too quiet or it's too loud like there's there's certain levels you drop, and you look up a U- funny enough YouTube video on how to do it and <laughs> I mean it, it just helps with your production value. I do like that you have a lapel mic that is new um, I, and I, that was also inconsistent <laughs> because it, I, uh, it would cut be- it would cut between me using the lapel mic and mm-hmm. then it would cut to somebody else on the shotgun microphone. I like yeah. I, I I had one foot in the canoe and one foot out, so you could yeah, definitely tell.
0: If, if you could have two lapel mics, one on the person you're interviewing and on you, and it just stick to the lapel mic, the sound is so much better. That's one thing. I, it's not just you. It's a lot of videos. Um, it's it's hard to get sometimes, especially in a in a place like a, a reptile expo where it's a noisy place. It's hard to get the interview clear when the per- you're on the other side of the table and they're talking at you, you know, from four feet away.
3: Exactly. And like, you know, it, 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 that's about investing in yourself and I'm working my way to it. Cause you know, I just, right now I just use a zoom H1N, throw that in and tuck that under the shirt. But I didn't want to address audio in this video. Cause I sounded like the old lady who remembers when they invented chocolate. <laughs> like <laughs> I had lost my voice completely and I wasn't going to be about, about to be saying, you know, Oh, focus on the quality of your audio when I sounded like I was speaking through a stoma, you know?
0: (laughs) I, I, I just, like I said, I think that the number one thing across the board for most people on here, what they asked to talk, what they wanted uh, was variety and more in depth. You know, I I also don't like when it's a 15 minute interview and a 15 minute video, just music and panning past tables. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. And they never once talk, they never once interview They never. Maybe they do an intro, but then it's like 15 minutes of just music and them panning on tables. I'm like, that's not interesting to me. I don't think it's interesting to anybody, but it may just be me. I am say, I don't think no one hears ever. I
1: was going to say, I don't ever watch – this is horrible to admit on the podcast. I don't watch reptile stuff on YouTube unless you tell me, hey, go watch this. Or it's one of the that few channels horrible. that I subscribe to. to. Um, but I'm that person that it, oh, I want to learn how to do this. Let me check on YouTube. And... So do you
3: all want to know my favorite reptile uh, YouTuber? Like, oh, sure. and he's not even really a reptile YouTuber. So it's it's called the Jungle Diaries. And over the past year, he really, I think he really blew up because he used to only have like three thousand subscribers, and he didn't even post that often. And I went back and watched because he posted for the first time in like a year about foraging for mushrooms Um, (laughs) and not like, you know, not like psychedelic, psychedelic trip in the woods. Right. But he had like he just got a very nice, like like a warm personality. So he's great on camera. Um, and he posts really interesting stuff that other people don't do. Um, it helped that he was in the jungle looking for a species of snake that hadn't been discovered. Yeah, content is... Content's king. You know, so, you know, you can invest in production value. And that's what one of the points I made is you can invest in production value, but content's king always. Um, so, I think... I Like, for example, Joe, I think he's going to do a fantastic job if he invests a little bit in production value because inherently the topic of his enclosures, you know, is an interesting subject because every AZA zoo in the country, you know, uses that technique for managing their venomous reptiles. And so, you know, I think inherently... You know, uh, if you go to the Houston, 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 no, zoo, Houston, um, they've got, you know, the mambas and, you know, mambas are just flighty and they can strike really far. And, you know, so uh, at a zoo, you want to control that as best as possible. And so they have the area where they can section it off. I forget the technical name of that right now. But, you know, if, if they use it, obviously, you know, but unfortunately, that's not entertaining on YouTube.
0: To a general public. To me, it's wonderful. But right. unless they're grabbing that thing, freehandling a Black Mamba, saying how
3: wonderful it is. Now that's taking things to Eric Farr. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. what, okay, so do you have a grasp on how YouTube's
3: uh, algorithm works? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I study it, but it is always changing. It is always... I mean, there's inherent tricks, you know, um, and, and I, and I'm torn between what kind of like content creator I want to be because as somebody who enjoys production value in videos, you know, YouTube doesn't like that so much. They want you to keep cranking stuff out yeah. and you, and you have that barrier to entry being a content creator between growing to that point where you're, you can afford to have that time to do it full time. Um, and putting out quality and, you know, and having that time to properly edit to how I want to see things versus being friendly in the algorithm. Now, I'm no stranger to, you know, pop videos. So my biggest video is, you know, like like I said, content is king. And uh, my, my biggest video is removing the 60 snakes from under the house. Yeah. Um, and that was just south of Wichita Falls. And right before that happened, or, or excuse me, right after I posted that video, uh, I was monetized and I started, you know, I, I started uh, making a little bit of money. And then what's called Elsagate happened, which basically, do you guys know what that is? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. So basically it looked like kid-friendly <clears throat> videos and, you know, Frozen <gasps> yes. was a big one. Yes, I know. Okay, and then it it was like soft core pornography. Oh, so
1: we had a huge in service with the elementary school teachers because it was actually leaking through our servers at school and all of the firewalls. Um, stop it and quit. (laughs) So there was a there was like a huge thing about how some of the YouTube videos were not as friendly as we thought they were. And so they like Mm -hmm. put an even harder lockdown on everything.
3: Exactly. And, and what, what YouTube did with that. So they, you know, because people were running ads and making money off of these videos, they changed the number of subscribers you had to have to a thousand. And then, you know, which I, I wasn't that far from the threshold, but you know, the bigger you are, the faster you grow. And I lost out on all, you know, like, Outside of just the like the ad revenue I lost, YouTube likes making money, and so <clears> they promote videos that they can run ads on, and and so for that like so they weren't pushing the video as much as they would have if it was running ads, and so my source, you know, so I I, I let the Daily Mail and Unilad make a cut of it. Um, and like a short little edit, but it still took somebody, you know, taking those extra clicks to go to my channel and, you know, doing that, which it's the internet, you know, people like it and they move on. So I didn't get the growth that, you know, and so that that's one of the things that's happened. Um, but the algorithm, you really do have to just constantly stay on top of uh, another thing they just did, uh, I guess, within the past couple months is now they uh, they change their terms and conditions and they can run ads on any video, even if you're not in the partnership program, which as a content creator kind of sucks, you know, especially as a smaller content creator. And John Feely <clears throat> and I had a discussion about this. It's like, look, we're, <clears throat> we're going to s- still make our content and stuff. But when Google gets to pick exactly what goes in front of people, like, are they going to pick your video? Because now they have to share some of that ad revenue with you. Or are they going to put their own video where, you know, they can capitalize on the most amount of money? So, it's uh, fickle.
0: It's, I as much as I like YouTube, at the same time... Uh, that I seems am-
1: like so much to have to do.
0: Well, But I, just, I guess
1: that this is your career choice. Well, like I or- said before,
0: so many of the wrong people are able to actually fit that algorithm and it works out for them. Uh... But the the information that they're giving is not good. So
3: Right. And so y- you know, you, you sit you sit down and you you try and figure it out and you know, you guys have the benefit of a podcast. I have a camera and you know, I'm ugly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't get the model pool, you know, so I have to be smart and actually produce content. You know, I don't get away with other stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but uh um, <laughs> <coughs> But, yeah, no, so it's, you know, and so kind of what I've resolved to after my hiatus, I haven't been approaching sponsors because I like to when I promise something like, hey, this is going to get this, this many views about this is who I think it's going to reach. Um, you know, I, I've stopped doing that while I kind of get back in favor with the algorithm, because I, I was looking at that right before I jumped on this podcast. And YouTube's just it's even though. of my views on this latest video in the past, like, 24 hours have been from Facebook, which, if you know anything about the Facebook algorithm, is pretty difficult. They do not like YouTube links. Um, YouTube hasn't been pushing my videos. And right now, my click-through rate's, like, 20%. So it should be. Which, I mean, overall, the average, because, you know, people are sleeping, is like, you know, 6%. But, like, overall, as of late, like, they... Hopefully, they're about to start pushing it because, you know, the click-through rate tonight's been going up. And so, you know, it, it's just, you know, that's outside of reptile stuff. But it's, it's something, you know, you constantly have to stay on top of. But my solution to that when I, you know, get back moderate and, you know, I, I, can, I feel like I can deliver on promises is approaching sponsors um, or people who want to endorse videos. And, you know, I, I've had my code with <clears> Venom Life and with rep chip and, you know, and I, I sat down and I talked to them because, you know, obviously, if they do a big sponsorship, they want to make some kind of money. But in in a way, you are like, I, I, I approach things in a way like, hey, I want this to be something that you feel like you're investing in that, you know, I, I tell people realistic to my size. I might not be the biggest creator, but you're hoping that over the long term that, um, I'm going to grow and, you know, you just want to be a part of that growth and, you know, you believe in the project, but there's a lot of content creators, you know, um, you know, uh, in Sean's podcast, he talked about how many, uh, sponsors that he has to where he has to cut some people out. And I'm like, well, that, that's a good problem to have. Send them my way. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's just about, you know, being honest with the, with the people you approach and and then kind of being genuine because there are some bigger YouTubers 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 who you know th- like yeah they got big but they became inauthentic and that sucks to find out because you know you want you know you want everyone to do well you want creators to do well but uh, I was talking with somebody and they were saying how this person came and would film their animals all the time, you know, would make so many videos on their animals, run ads on it and make all this money. Well, they never mentioned them. And they're like, hey, you're using my animals. Can you can you, you know, say, hey, this this is this person's animals that I've been filming, you know, check out his page or whatever. And they turned around and they said, oh, well, I charge for that. I was right. like, and you know, I heard that. I was like, I'm sorry, you know. Um, well, well, I
1: guess you're going to have to find different animals then. And that's what that's what he said. He goes, <laughs>
3: "Bye," you know. And but it, it's like, the, like I'm a big community guy, and you know, like uh, by by no means means am I a perfect person, but you know, I'm a big proponent of rising waters raise all ships. You know, you want to, you know, invest into the community, do what you can, and to kind of hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's, well, that doesn't. That kind of mentality doesn't really help anybody in the long run, right? But I think with YouTube video, there's so many people now because I mean, you can shoot a YouTube video on iPhones now, and it comes out with great quality just because of how good the cameras are nowadays. So I think anybody can do it. Um, I think people need to take the time and put effort mm. into editing and making sure they're showing the right stuff. I think that's kind of the biggest problem, because there's so many videos getting thrown out there now. But again, some of them get overlooked because they're they are they're the same thing. Don't do the same thing. I guess that's one problem. Someone watched, raised on YouTube, these younger people that are raised on YouTube, have seen all these videos that are pretty much the same, and then they go film the same thing. Right. And that's not going to do. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help anybody. You're, if you're filming the same thing someone's already done 100 times, you're just getting thrown into the mix. You've got to find a way to, for it to be different.
3: See my, my favorite reptile show video mm. is Danny Mendez's and it's when he was down in Texas doing Conroe. Because he did he did highlight a lot of those like great things and you know, um and from being in the New England area, maybe it's like, you know, I, I don't know anything about the shows up that way, but you know, I, I do think that Herps is doing a lot right, you know, like they 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 are setting a different standard for how reptile shows should be. And, you know, and I I guess, you know, if you want to draw a parallel to the video and content creation, I'm not saying, hey, you're going to need an Alexa or a a red cinema camera to start making reptile videos. But, you know, hey, here's here's some things, you know, it's kind of like the Ten Commandments, I guess, you know, everyone looks at the Ten Commandments like... Uh, like a rule book. Oh, you know, these are the rules you can't break. Well, how far is it until you're dishonoring your mother and father? How far is it until you're lying? But instead, if you look at, at more like a guideline, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I, 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 I say, I'm not trying to exactly call people out, but that was my caption is it's trying to call people out. But at the same time, it's with the best of intentions, you know, like I will, I want, I want everyone to produce better content. Well, I, then
0: you need to go. Look, if, if you're filming it on your iPhone, like I said, that's fine. But go into it with maybe a list. Have a list of questions you plan on asking people. Uh, plan out what you plan to do, so that you go into it with a plan. You can you can form it that way. You're not coming back to edit it with again. Like I said, six hours worth of stuff. But your six hours worth of stuff is just a jumbled mess because you had no idea of how you wanted that to look. You know, come at it with a plan. And I think that it's gonna turn out better than if you just go to a show and go, I'm at a show, and then just and then just swing away and see what happens.
3: And there's two sides to that coin, because did I know Andy and Casey were gonna wrap Brent's truck? No. But when I heard the Venom Life truck was vandalized, I follow mm-hmm. with the camera. <laughs> you and know. that's fine.
0: But but you still have an idea. When you go interview somebody,
3: you have an idea of what you're gonna ask beforehand, right? Right. And that's through experience though. Um, so Mm. I I used to film on a Nikon, which video auto, like not, and not one of the mirrorless ones, one of the DSLRs and the video autofocus sucks. So I would have so much footage that was just slightly out of focus and just like, I'm like, no, that's bad. (laughs) And I, so I would film so much now that I'm on the Sony with the better autofocus and, you know, or if you're filming on your phone. You you do focus on those like on what you wanna get. And so also being plugged into the community and not burning your bridges with everyone. Um <laughs> so like, you know, like, oh hey, I charge for giving you shout outs. Uh that um hey, there's they're still bigger than me. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Don't listen to me. But um uh, but you know See down, y- no, I am I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to ask you who that is on get off the air. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there, there, there is an underbelly to everything and you know it's like knowing that dirt's uh, like i'm not a big like rumor spreader but you know um I, and i'm sure if you ask the right people i'm a total sack of garbage <laughs> but you know it's well you said it i wasn't gonna say it but oh yeah I mean, you know i have a student
1: almost every year that tells me i'm the devil so I, it's okay well, I, I have the right.
3: entire town of sweetwater that hates me what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's move on with our next question
0: because uh, we'll go on forever on this one if we don't. The next one is is, is for fun. Uh, this is something I actually plan on doing. I've been wanting to do it for a while. My next show that I'm doing, doing, that I'm bending is Beaumont. So we're doing this at Beaumont. And if anybody steals my idea, uh, you suck. I already had it first. I said it. I'm, I'm writing it, it down. I right, go to hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do... Herp show vendor bingo. It could be any reptile show. If you're not at a Herp show, feel free because the Herp show is that's my home turf. But I want to do a bingo card because we people watch like hell at a reptile show. And we see the same things over and over every week at a reptile show. And so my plan is to make uh, bingo cards. And everybody can buy in. You can buy in to play bingo. And uh, it'll be the honor system. I mean, we got to trust each other. If you see these things and you mark it out and the first one to black out their card, get all of them. Uh, wins and i've got some uh i asked the public i said hey give me ideas for what you think should be on there uh my my examples were girl with cat ears that's almost every show uh, person that asks for the price when it's listed that's you'll see it right there right next to the snake and they go how much does this cost that's on there uh but there were some other ones that i liked um I didn't want to do anything that was vendors. So, no, the vendors don't count. You can't be like, oh, this vendor is doing that. It's got to strictly be people coming in.
1: And we've decided, well, I've decided that when we do this, if James and Robert are going to play, I will not participate in our group chat. Because normally I text she them. gives us a heads up on who walks and in. T- and, and it's like, hey, keep your eyes peeled for this. Um, so, I will not do that. But, I, but I had But I had to
0: find the ass cheeks myself last time. You
1: did. I'm sorry. I was busy in Conroe, so there were there was no texting in Conroe. <laughs> hmm.
0: So here's a couple of couple of the ones that we got. Now I have like almost 200 replies. I'm not gonna read them all, but some of the ones I liked. Uh, and this goes to, to what Max said earlier. Miguel Villa said, "Yeah, I'll take a lap around and come back." <laughs> I've heard that. Some form of that. Some form of the. I'm just gonna That's make a like- one lap and I'll be right back.
2: That's the reptile show version of Let Me Get With My Wife and Get Back to You on Morph Market. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I'll talk about Uh, that
3: later, Robert. (laughs) Uh,
0: Jurassic Park shirt. That's an easy one. We can always just pick out random shirts. That's the one that's always going to be there. Uh, Dallas Ruiz said, Carrying Around a Ball Python Uncontained. That's that's always like, look what I just bought. Now let me carry it around.
1: Josephine, our daughter, when she got her fat tail gecko right before Christmas, you better believe she was walking around with that sucker she like that it person. was nothing. She was on cloud nine.
0: Uh, our our buddy Tracy, she says, "What's the lowest you will go?" Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, and, <laughs> and then she also said, "Scuba diving mask guy." Uh, <laughs> so, uh, ass cheeks. I've seen that at two shows so far.
2: Yeah. Uh, all the time.
0: No bra hmm. and the no bra one is not always good. No. Oh God. No. Yeah, because yeah, Andy's at not, every show.
1: But you're yeah. not up front <laughs> when they're digging in their shirt with no bra like, no. and
0: giving you and they're, money. They're not giving me money from that. Nope. I don't won't take like
1: it. S-
2: sweaty titty money?
1: Nope. I won't take it. Yeah. I'm like, here you go, hand sanitizer. Oh,
0: I like I like Elise's answer. Elise said, I had a ten football python back in the day. Heard that one? I have. Uh Sean Gray, is that snake poisonous? <laughs> but like that doesn't always get that, that gets asked at like every table, not just the hot tables.
1: Oh
2: yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh oh, I like Sean Gray's one. Looking at le- baby leopard geckos is going, I have baby ones all over the outside of my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sean Gray also said no deodorant. God. That's oh, every show. Oh, yeah.
1: Any Geico geckos. Any
0: Geico geckos? That's...
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Victor said, can you give me a deal? I like all at least. I'll does it bite? That's one I hear all the time. Does it bite? I'm like, it's got a mouth. Here, here's your encounter fox said, let me ask my partner. There you go. That's your, your morph market one there, Robert. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Good. Can I interject on that? All right. So. That is called the partnership clause in sales. Hey, I went to college. Um, in sales, mm-hmm. that's called the partnership clause. You find a way to entrap them if they're not there. Like, so back when I used to vend, I was like, I engage with people, and if you've ever vended next to me, you know like my catchphrases. But um, so <laughs> what you do is you say, "Oh, bring them over here," like call them right now, and I'll talk to them. Or you know, I'll oh, call them right now. I'll show them the snake. I'll show them how friendly it is. So. Yep. And you, you, you find Mm. ways to entrap the partnership clause and you will make, not all the time, but you will make, you know, more sales that way. So it's Um, really funny that
1: you bring that up. Um, So I have not pushed it very hard this year because we're not doing very much this year, but it is Girl Scout cookie season. And at least for us, it is, it's different depending on where in the country you live. But Josephine's decided that with COVID and all the restrictions, it's just not, she's going to sell to people she knows and that's about it. So we're not doing anything big, but at booth sales, it would drive her nuts when they would say, oh, well, we don't have any cash on us. And she was real quick that year that we got a card reader to be able to Mm -hmm. let people know, oh, we can take credit cards and the look of shock on their face when they were caught in a lie to like nine nine-year-old girls i'm like look just tell them the truth no i don't want cookies and they are 100 percent okay with that but people don't, don't like saying no to get out of a sale
3: people oh, don't like saying no and and that's the thing is like you know like you, like i want you to tell me no and it's okay if you want to say no but people just don't like it you know I, yeah that's, yeah
1: i agree with that i'm 100 percent okay with no but don't waste my time and drag it out.
3: <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, if I'm at your table and I'm not buying anything, I'm saying I'm taking a lap. I will I will do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I'll tell people I got no money. I'm broke. Yeah. Real-
2: I like it. Like when uh, last night we were at Walmart or the other night and they're like, hey, man, who do you have for cell phone service? He had an AT&T hat on. I said, AT&T. Oh, man, are we taking care of you? Yeah, I I've been with T-Mobile for years. But <laughs> they made him leave me uh- alone.
0: Some of the other ones on our on our list of people's uh, suggestions for bingo, the, is that an iguana? When referencing any lizard that's not an iguana. <laughs> uh, here's some good ones. Uh, different hair colors. So I, my idea is the bing- none of the bingo cards will be the same, so to make just change it up, so you can always put random hair colors on there. Um, kid on a leash. I do. <laughs> I do always yep. find kid on a leash funny. Uh, belly hanging out of shirt. And I don't well, mean like a midriff shirt. I mean belly hanging out of shirt below shirt.
3: How you many of these pertain to, pretend to, the to
0: the just day. Andy Hine?
2: Well, the next one,
0: uh, you prof- it Max. The me. next one is profane shirt, and that's also Andy. That's why I said you can't. <laughs> vendors don't count. You can't. Yes. You can't just go to Andy and then mark out your whole bingo card. Yeah, I'm gonna bingo on Andy. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, oh, pets snake through cup. You know when they pick up the cup and they pet the snake through the side of the cup.
3: Boop the snoot.
0: Oh my god. From the outside of the yep. Uh ask what the colors mean when they're blue and pink? Uh let's just, turns cup and walks away. I haven't had, I don't have cups on my table so I don't need to have that problem. Uh oh, parents say don't touch, kid does it anyway. That happens all the time. That one drives me bad. Like, or if they're pulling right.
3: on your tablecloth
0: and you're like all my animals are moving. Yes. Or uh I love the is it dead when they walk up? Like yep, yeah it is. All of them. I just, I just I just brought the dead ones.
3: I'm gonna do that to the next what specimen table I see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put it in there? Like, can, can we get it out? If, if I take it out, we will come back to life? Uh, I like this one, and it's really only works right now during COVID. But mesh or crocheted mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, tail attached to backside. Seen that. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of them. So my my idea is is it'll keep the it gives us something to do, uh, and, and you can win a little money because I think if we like five dollars a bingo card, I vote first person with a, a straight just a straight bingo gets twenty bucks.
3: First person to black out the card gets the rest of it. Dang. See, and I have a camera, so you know I ain't lying. Well, and
0: I think if we don't black out a card, the money just carries over to the next show. Dang. So.
3: So I think we fun see I, I had a similar idea last year but then COVID hit and i started dropping the number of shows i want to but it was like you know you have the 10 types of this and i wanted to do 10 types of customers at a reptile show and I have like different vendors and stuff act because you know you you get the partnership clause you get the you always get the guy who tells you about the snake who died and you're like all right i'm not gonna make a sale to you now you know, they're like, "Yeah, I, I had a Burmese, but he struck through the glass and cut himself open and died." I'm like, "So you can't take care of animals? Cool."
0: <laughs> Thanks for the heads up on how bad you are. Keep it safe.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, it, and so it's like you know those ten different, different types of people, and I, I, I kind of it. I've got a journal full of ideas I haven't done yet, but um, but yeah, I, I like where you're going with that. Oh, here's one: the the weird see-through backpack with animals inside of it, like oh. a cat
0: or a dog. Katie had to turn one away once that had a chicken in it. Uh, older lady wearing snake pants. Yeah, sometimes that's that's uh, interesting because it's not older skinny lady wearing snake pants. <laughs> oh, I love this one. I'm scared of snakes because a blank chased me as a kid. Fill in the blank with whatever snake they're afraid of. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I think when I posted was like the the like big like tough guy. Who like he was only there because of his kids, and he's too scared of the snakes. He won't hold one.
0: Yes. Or uh, I've had this one asked to me, and I need to remind people I sell sand boas and boa constrictors. Did you remove the fangs? <laughs> <laughs> that one I that one I have had asked to me in person. I've, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go through these and and do some really good ones. Uh, it, it'll be fun. So that was my idea just because I love to people watch it's one of my favorite things to do at a reptile show alright let's go through some of the things that our listeners brought up on our discussion page discussion group page which has been getting a lot of hits lately so I'm, I'm really excited y'all keep keep posting stuff on that. There. there's some really good stuff uh, and then Travis Wyman just comes in and dumps like 15 articles at a time
1: that's because he's amazing
0: that's not what I was thinking but okay
1: <laughs> he and I actually talked a lot this week
0: um, oh, there's a picture of JT. JT had that, um, Aki. the Aki this, uh, two weekends ago at, at Conroe. And, and now I want an Aki even more. And cool is way. that the
1: first time we've said his name this podcast? It is the
0: first time we said JT's name. <laughs> John, Grant. <laughs> oh, John Grant. John Grant.
1: John Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh,
0: what, is, oh, this was the cake. Uh, oh, Tracy, yeah. I've seen this before. They make a big chocolate cake. Uh, it's a cobra or something at the end of it. I've seen that one. Uh, Monster lizard hunts kangaroo. <clears throat> I didn't see this one. See, I'm there's so many posts now made on our uh, discussion page. I'm missing them. I've got to fix that somehow. But it looks like it's like a parenti hunting down a... It is a parenti hunting down a, a kangaroo. I'll have to come I was going
1: to say, that was Ryan Goslow, wasn't it? He always posts videos.
0: Uh Oh, Isaac Kyle. This is a random animal fact. And then our buddy Travis came in and corrected it.
1: I actually knew that
0: correction, but but I knew this was partially a thing because Joe watched it on um, on Wild Kratts. Yeah, Wild Kratts. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Pigeons feed milk to their chicks. Unlike mammals, both gingers produce it. And Travis says it's actually not milk; it's secretion from inside their esophagus. So, and that flamingos and emperor penguins do it.
1: I knew the penguins also did it. I didn't know that about the flamingos.
0: Yeah, the, so no one got there. You, you can't. You can't milk. Uh, Pigeon. They don't have nipples. Oh my god. (laughs) We're not starting a pigeon milk farm. Uh, That was a cool article that you just saw. The one on spiders? Yeah. Spiders use pre-tensioned silk to hoist prey off the ground? Yeah. What was it about? Pretty much that. That's a horrible description. I don't know. Well,
1: it, there was a lot of technical terminology.
0: But don't tell me it was a good article of you. Well, don't... but that. All right, it was, a, right, it was you... a
1: good article. But I'm tired, and our kid has asked me to do like four things for her, so my brain is not in the right place.
3: Have you ever towed that. a car behind you? I have. Okay. Do, I you, have. do you do you start driving with slack in the line? Nope. No. Okay. Spiders do the same thing. Yeah. See that's See that's, Max that's, put it, Max it in normal
1: layman's terms.
3: That means you didn't
0: understand the article. All Travis,
1: right. I, unless I ask him to explain it to me that's in right. layman's terms, but yeah, that's our, all Our there is
0: buddy uh, Joe Challenger posted a new uh, video from The Reptile Show. Mm-hmm. Did and you watch that video? I did, and he did a lot of the things we talked about not doing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry,
0: Joe. Like, like the 30
3: something second intro of just music and quick pictures.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: And then H- him and I need to sit down. I'll give up, uh, Joe. I'm offering if you're listening to the podcast, your reward for getting this far, since you're listening to me, is you get a master class, a, a master class, um, oh, on video production. Nasty. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. I don't know why I said that. <laughs>
0: let's let's not. We're gonna I leave that one alone. Moving on. I bet <laughs> <meant> you did. <laughs> Uh, action potentials induce biomagnetic fields on carnivorous Venus flytrap. What the See, fuck is that? What <laughs> does that even
1: mean? <laughs> <laughs> that right there, Venus flytraps generate a magnetic, magnetic field. field. There we go. That's all. That
0: got.
3: is cool. Oh, uh, I he just but posted again, a new one.
1: Unless oh, uh yeah,
0: I try oh, this these. is
1: important oh, right here.
0: So yeah, I do want to talk about this. A couple of things. Uh, and I and I pull up the emails. So Arc. I do want to mention USARC Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, with us arc um, a lot of things are getting uh, thrown out there all at one time new york south carolina florida oregon uh, some national ones so just real quick if you're in any of these areas even if you're not in any of these these areas visit us arc's website find the links to be able to go to these things and vote against them comment on them do whatever just flood in inundate them flood them inundate in, you in in, in, in in how do you pronounce that word and you in a date that doesn't sound right there's you in there isn't there anyways flood them with your your replies we'll skip that word but florida is at it again florida is trying to do the the species ban again on the things that they've already tried to ban and we fought so there's that carolina is trying to ban tegus because of one fucking tegu uh they're horrified tegus are gonna take over south carolina so if you're in South Carolina, and again, when we say this, when they're trying to ban tegus, that's a foothold. If they get tegus, then they come after iguanas, and then they come after ball pythons, and then they come after leopard geckos. I mean, it's that's how all this stuff works. So uh, yep. Oregon, this one I do not like. Oregon is trying to ban certain animals being used for animal programs, traveling animal programs. So they're trying to take away traveling animal. programs. they're already not that common anymore, anyways. But those are things kids need to see. Traveling animal programs need to be a thing that happens at all schools. Uh, I'm right now teaching classification to my high schoolers, and it's amazing how many animals they don't know exist. They see things pop up on there, and they have no clue it's a thing. And, and it's common stuff. It wasn't common stuff. It's stuff that we all know. But, but these,
1: you have to think about the kids. No, teach. I know.
0: But they didn't have an animal program come in and show them stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Uh, federal one, preventing future pandemic acts. So they're trying to uh, that's a ban on trying mm-hmm. to limit uh, ah, certain animals being brought in for fear of zoonosis uh, diseases uh, being passed. But again, that's a foothold. Those Most of the stuff being brought in is not going to spread coronavirus. But they're using coronavirus as their foothold to try and ban the importation of certain animals. And then New York, I'm to remember where, oh, New York, they're trying to ban live markets that sell animals for food, but this could end up coming around to also uh, really be bad for pet stores and uh, and stuff like that. So there's a lot. Go to US Art, Check it out. They've got... It's a lot going on right now. Um, and it's easy for them to try and sk- skirt things in. You got new uh new people in government. You've got the pandemic going on. It's a good time for PETA to try and work that stuff in there. So Scott Borden posted a thing on, on our pay on our discussion group uh about the bans for New York. So go check those out. Um, See,
3: a good person to talk to about um about that sort of thing. And I'm not sure how much he can talk to talk about it is Brent because he was talking about the lead herpetologist in Colorado, I believe is a bird biologist. I think that's what he said. I could be wrong on that, but a biologist that has nothing to do with reptiles and, and like has a a, a complete disdain for him. And you hear about this and when Colorado tried to pass something about educational events, you know, I emailed them and I said, hey, look, I follow all these guidelines, um, I do these shows, I educate people, I have this platform, and literally, and that is the only reason I had gone to Colorado, you know, and I told them about the stories I heard about, you know, and everyone, and you hear me here in Texas too, oh, you know, there was 150 rattlesnakes that were denned up together, and you know, it's. I was like, especially in Colorado, that doesn't happen. And so, you know, like I, you kind of tell them, like, hey, this is the kind of information that's out there b- because of the lack of educational events.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's very easy to spread misinformation when people just don't know. <laughs> hey, sorry,
2: what? I got the Rachel came down. They had a <laughs> they had a rat get loose in the snake room when they were they're feeding just now. No, no, and they, no. They, had to, they finally got it out, but it got in, it climbed out of a tub before they could close it and got behind the one above it, which has a snake in it that has a super strong food response. So when they open nice. her to try and get it, it's flying out, trying to bite everything. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Nope.
1: Nope. You lost me at mouth.
2: Oh. It's not a mouse. It's a rat. Even worse. <laughs> I would prefer a rat than a mouse, any day. So,
1: what well, if a mouse tell. goes
3: outside? Is it a rat? I've no. I, I've heard people that believe that. that so, that's a scary movie reference. At
0: our, is it? Yeah. I don't watch. Scary I've heard movies. my kids that believe that. They're like, if it's outside, it's a rat. I'm like that's not how that works.
1: <laughs> so the old house that we lived in, the way our kitchen was set up, I. You could go into like three different rooms from the kitchen. And I told James, I said, I saw a rat in the kitchen and we don't, we don't feed live. We don't breed live. So this was like something from outside that got into our house.
0: Our, our neighbor used to have rabbits and we used to be able to look back on top of the rabbit hutch and see the rats sitting on top of the rabbit hutch, but then he got rid of the rabbits, which took away all the rabbit food, which meant the rats then had to find somewhere else to live.
1: So I, I have a fear a large, like my hands are sweating talking about this right now. Okay? I don't do live things with tails.
0: <laughs> you have a dog.
1: Oh, that doesn't count. God it's not no. a rat. It's we like have, a mouse. We have a lizard. I'm about to punch you in the face.
3: We have tortoises. <laughs> I, told
1: I saw a rat in you our kitchen. You sound like
3: you need to be on a bingo card.
2: And I
3: do. <laughs>
1: so... James tells me, oh, I'm sure it's just a field mouse. It's no big deal. We'll set a trap. And I tried to explain to him this was not a mouse. Lo and behold, the cheese goes missing off of the glue trap. And then we see footprints on the glue trap.
0: Oh, no, you're also missing the the rat pup that came from the vent in the ceiling
1: don't even know
0: and there was a couple of rat pumps I almost we I
1: almost left the house that
0: <laughs> night and then we finally called the the mom we
1: finally called the mother a rat and i swear to god she was as big as my cheweenie like I'm not even kidding
0: no she, she was a large rat it it's a cheweenie
3: it's basically terrifying. a rat
1: my child would go into the kitchen to check the trap in the morning so I didn't have to go around the corner because I was afraid
2: <laughs> Anyways, your back. old house yeah, yes. the new house does not have. We a do not rat have that
3: problem. problem. I need to tell you some of my stories from under <laughs> the house when catching rattlesnakes, because there'd be you know rats, skunks, you know the the whole nine yards under there. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- it's just
1: wh- mice and rats that bother me.
3: One of the coolest things I've ever seen. So r- rattlesnakes, they don't you know they don't want to use their venom because then they're in the winter because then their metabolic rate increases and they're trying to keep that down um, wh- when they're in vermation. And so I've seen a rat. Go up to a rattlesnake and start chewing on its rattles, and, wow. and and the snake won't strike it, and the snake just leaves it alone. You know, mm-hmm. of, of course, you know I'm sure if the rat started chewing on the snake, then the snake would strike at it. But they really don't want to use their venom in that time, and so I, I, I and so there, th- there's been a few cases if you follow a lot a lot of the uh, what snake is this pages where. In the springtime, there's rattlesnakes that you know people like it didn't have any buttons on its rattle, and that's what happens is the rats will go up and they'll they'll chew it off. Huh? Well, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, you know, that makes sense though because I've heard people say, "Oh, there's no
0: rattle." Yeah, but normally that's a rat snake.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I've had a I've had the fishing game when I went to relocate rattlesnakes in Tornillo, I get to crawl under the U.S. Mexico border and the tunnels, and that that was loads of fun. But the fish and game lady said, "Oh yeah, there was a rattlesnake on this glue trap, and I helped it off." And she showed me a photo, and I go, "Ma'am, that's a garter snake." And she goes, "Nobody." Ah! She goes, "No, but it rattled." I was like, "Yeah, it might shake its tail, <laughs> but unless somebody cut off a rattle from a rattlesnake and glued it on there, um, yeah. then that was a that was not a rattlesnake." That's
0: so we also be like, you know how you helped that's- it off the glue trap and you didn't get bit and die? Yeah, <laughs> that's how I also know it wasn't a rattlesnake.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, also. You say die, but there's only six to seven deaths okay. a year. Lose a hand, have a giant hole in your arm. Yeah. Uh, lose some fingers. Fun fact, marshmallows kill uh, 13 people a year, which is about twice as many people as venomous snakes in North America. Yep. I'm
1: going to need you to text that to me on Facebook because I'm totally using that, and that's mm-hmm. on here
0: for her. We're back. <laughs> Alright, so some other things that got posted. There was a really cool video, I don't know if anybody saw mm-hmm. this, with the, the Dacosaurus Maximus uh, is a video that Travis posted. It was like a recreation of, like a group of these hunting in the ocean. What it would look like in early Cretaceous period. It was done really well, and uh, that was a cool one. Oh, I forgot. Also, our buddy Joe Challoner put out another video, uh, where he visited Andy Maddox and a pet store. That was a good yeah, video. Where's that at?
2: It is about an hour north of me.
0: There in Hockley. Hockley. Okay, I will have to check that
3: out. Uh, that sounds like a uh, a that sounds like a, a sport skating on ice for red tails. <laughs> I'll see myself out. You have a great night. Yeah. That was, you,
0: you just <laughs> sit there and look pretty. All right, Scott Borden <laughs> well, also was posted. Again. That was your job. You, you all can fight for it. Uh, Scott Borden also posted again another thing about the um, the New York Keepers band. <laughs> on um on reptiles so make sure to check that out oh i shared a video that i thought was really cool it's not reptile related do you see the one with the coyote and the badger
3: yeah they hunt together yes
0: they hunt together that's a, wow. i didn't realize that was a thing that's apparently a thing where they will hunt together um just going through a couple other things oh this dude max he made a video sucks for so that it's pretty horrible <laughs> <laughs> If you're bored, you can go watch it. I guess I don't know what to tell you, but that was uh that was our stuff from the week. That was what we had on there. So a lot of good stuff. i like I said, I've been very impressed yeah. with all how much action that page has gotten. So much that I I apparently miss things left and right. And I'm, I have a such to tell me when things get posted. So welcome back.
1: Oh my gosh. Good? Tonight's crazy. No, I'm not. I've got pizza rolls in the air fryer now oh, because it's 8 o'clock and we never fed our kid dinner.
0: What's this week? <laughs> you, you never... No. You fed our kid coffee. <clears throat> it was not coffee.
1: It was a frappuccino. <laughs> and there was more chocolate milk than there was coffee. There was a splash of coffee in our chocolate jug- milk.
0: Oh, uh, um, <sighs> There was something else I want to talk about and I can't remember what it was.
1: Oh, is that the point where we're at? Like, what cool stuff? Do you have so? Yes, I have stuff. Wait, how did you come prepared? Uh, Because every now... You took a nap. That's why.
0: I really think you are a nap? Have- I was asleep for five minutes.
1: More like ten,
0: but... Uh, so, something
1: bad. that I've always been interested in are the books in the reptile world.
3: <laughs> because there's tons... I know where this is going. Of- of- do you realize Do I- you? I don't think you do. Mike Clarkson? I don't know nope. what that is. Okay, never mind. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. You know nothing.
1: <laughs> well, all I all I did was I decided to Google, like, best new sellers for reptiles. And I
0: pulled up the
1: Amazon sellers because I thought it was really interesting. Um, number one, the prices on some of these things are freaking outrageous. Well,
0: that's only if you're looking at, like, the the boat, complete boa constrictor and it's the first version and it's well, like 400 bucks. So
1: this is the biology of reptiles and amphibians. And these are the top 25 bestsellers in that category. Um, Oh my God. What did I just press?
0: I don't know. Okay.
1: It went back. So the number one is actually not a book, but it's a coloring book. It's that's, the ultimate book. How are you going to
0: say it's not a book and then say it's a coloring book?
1: Because I, when I think of a book, I think of something you can read with words. This is a coloring book. It's an activity book. I just not think the of same. movies. Um, the number two was the adult coloring book.
0: So that's where they're doing naughty things. Mm,
1: but the number four it's book all cloacas is and stuff. Snake. And I think you have this book. It's the Essential Visual guide.
3: I think I have that
1: one. It's a Smithsonian book.
0: I think I have it. It's got a Blood Python on
3: the it front. Does it does
1: have a Blood Python on the front.
3: And is it also a coloring uh, book? Because
0: it's
1: not, it's the essential visual guide. It's only fifteen dollars, which is That's actually not bad. I um, I want to say my mom gave you this for Christmas one year. Maybe. Um. We're just gonna go the through. Peterson Field Guide to Reptiles and Amphibians of Eastern and like Central North America. Four of the top
0: ten books are coloring books.
1: Yep. Uh, Count the Dinosaurs. That's the book. A Smithsonian Dinosaur Book. Uh, this
0: this was a horrible review of uh, Top Whatever Book. Now, that's a good one. That's like Insects and But that's
1: Insects and Spiders. Bearded Dragons, one. Mini Encyclopedia. I actually have this book in my classroom, and my kids freaking love it. I forget where wow. we got it. Um, Terry, Treetop and the Lost Egg. It's a bedtime story. Um, this is
0: a horrible Top it, List of Books. I
1: mean... Zoo edition. I
0: thought you were gonna name like some good I zoo, like it. good reptile books. This is
1: kind of cool, and this is a book that you don't have. It's the U.S. Guide to Venomous Snakes and Their Mimics.
0: Are you sure I don't have that one?
1: I haven't so, seen that one on your
2: shelf. pretty sure. Are there yeah. any books on that list by David Tracy Barker?
0: Not yet. Well, this is list? this is a um, valid.
1: Oh oh, I'm on the wrong list. Jesus, Mary, were, you, were you on this? No, no, I'm no. um, on bestsellers and I wanted <laughs> no, to be on Peterson's new releases. On there and Peter Field
2: guys,
1: sons of bitches. Oh, I, I've seen that one. Max,
0: Max just said it. I saw that funny. one, Max. The Snakes of Ireland, and you open it up and it's no. like,
1: okay, yeah. I wanted to be on yes. new releases, like reptile books that have recently come out, like the Handbook of Venoms and Toxins of Reptiles. That's a, $200. It's $200. $200 book. Um, Who writes it? It. Who it's wrote it? A second edition, actually.
0: Stephen P. That's edited by Stephen P. McAsee. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know that book. Next book.
1: Uh, so these are new really. I was on the wrong list. I'm yeah, you are on the yet. shit
0: book list. Uh,
1: the Lizard Ooh. Books. Interesting Facts About Lizards. Not mm, fast. Magnificent Animal what Series. Is Dragon Songs. Dragon Songs. Love and Adventure Among Crocodiles, Alligators, and Other Dinosaur Relations. Um, A Naturalist's Quest Vladimir Donetsk. This actually doesn't come out until March. So, like, this is on pre-order right now. Uh, there's a handful of coloring books on here as Jesus well. Christ. Reproductive Biology of the Crocodilia. It's a $160 book. This is
0: still a shit list.
1: Um, Valentine you, Lance.
0: For the person who's like, I this like this. title books, also has not been released. I could have gone to my bookshelf and given you a better list of books. Well, I'm just
1: saying, like, I wanted to see got, what like, was out there. Three
0: over there by Doug, about Doug, ooh, ooh, David Tracy.
1: The Official U.S. Army Illustrated Guide to Venomous Snakes.
0: I'm sure that's factual.
1: I actually kind of want to get that just to see what it's like. There's a, a book. It's only three dollars. It's softshell turtle, uh, the complete <laughs> essential pet owner's guide to soft softshell. You fries. just
0: open it and it says don't. <laughs> that's all it is.
1: Uh, there's a book called Croak. It's a book. that's what
0: happens to your softshell turtle.
1: It's a book of fun for frog lovers. This book doesn't even come out until June. So is it
0: like frog lovers, or people that like frog? Like
1: oh, it's quotes by people about frogs,
0: like how sexy they think frogs are. Like I the have frog always lovers. loved
1: frogs and toads. A love probably triggered by Jeremy Fisher. It's a Jane Goodall quote. Picture looks good.
0: That's who I think of. I think when I think I frog, I think Jane Goodall. I think of Jane Goodall when I the think frog, the, the Frog Whisperer. Jeez Can we get away from your horrible books now? Did you have um, something better to bring?
3: Start a YouTube <laughs> channel about reptile book reviews.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it'll be no, because Half of means... it will be coloring books. Look at this yeah. coloring book.
1: Anyways, I just thought it was interesting that stuff like this was out there.
0: That books are out there on reptiles? Because there's a bookshelf right there.
1: No, like, this is new stuff. What's the, what's the newest thing you have over there?
0: Probably I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing.
2: So, so one of the things that there. I
3: like to do for the books is like I I love talking to the authors and then I love getting it signed. So like Mike La- or Mark Mike Mark Lauderhand put out the book uh, for my birthday, which is Thursday. I want to go on to Etsy and buy myself the Mike Clarkson Snakes of Ireland book. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. And um, I've got uh, I think Cottonmouths of North America or something like that. I've got. Uh, A couple books, but you know, it's just always nice when you know the author, you get it signed and you're like, yeah, dude, you... Because me, (laughs) if you look at different mediums, books are the one that you want to do well the most. So if somebody makes a TikTok, they put a lot of effort into 15 seconds, you know, and it flops. Oh, well, they can put do another TikTok. Easy. If I do a YouTube video and it flops, I'm like, oh, that sucks because I put more time in. If you do a book, I mean, you've done a lot of work you put a lot of time in so if it doesn't do well then you're like you know but that's a large investment of your time and then i'm just sitting around waiting for it to become a movie
1: yeah well you know like i, I typed in new reptile books for children or fiction maybe that's what i should have done new reptile fiction.
0: fictional books why would you want fictional ones
1: because this is a cool cover by Gordon Corman, and I don't even know who this is. It's unplugged and it's got a baby crocodile holding the phone cord. I would read All that. Right, you see a hey. Huh. I
2: ha- I have something to add to my story earlier about the rat getting loose.
0: Uh, oh god. It had babies.
2: No. At the time they were trying to get it out was 8 o'clock and my Alexa automatically turns the lights off in the snake room at 8 o'clock.
3: <laughs> no! And then Rachel
2: couldn't no! get it to respond it was having to use her phone life.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. You're fired. That, that reminds that me, what nice after part. this podcast is over, I'm going to give you guys a little creator exclusive of a project I am working on in like the next three months. It's Max's okay. softcore porn debut. No. <laughs> he just scrubs his oh beard. ASMR with me, Look just rubbing this. up it against this microphone. <laughs> yep. Oh my
1: gosh. Um, hey, you do sandbows. Friend- I,
3: I, well, I breed Sam. Yeah, I don't do sand. That's gross.
1: Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> but when I, our back f- when I had like. My first snake was a sand boa, and when I didn't oil my beard, I'd let it just, like, crawl around in my beard. That's
2: so strange.
0: That's, that's weird. You're weird. <laughs> oh, Speaking <laughs> of sand boas, there was a video that got put out this week that I shared with two of y'all that I guarantee you need one of y'all watch because I shared it with you and y'all don't With me? I shared it with both y'all. Did
1: he send us a video, Robert? Yeah, it's right here. What video? Oh. Well, oh,
0: crap. The
2: one with sand boas in it. He didn't send me that. You're making that up. I sent it to
1: yeah, you. I it to just, you on the group chat. Just he pulled just it pulled it up in the group chat. It, uh, both, both it's done it.
0: by Reptilis and it's what is a Sanboa ant farm. And they took a tank. Oh, I'll watch that. And, and they made uh they made an ant, basically an ant farm for Sanboas. They made tunnels, and so half of it is tunnels. Half of it is uh, the top where it can come out, and it was kind of cool. You should go watch that. It's it's a neat way. And it's not just for Sanboas. If you are thinking about uh, wanting to set up a tank and do something more for your snake, it gives you some ideas on ways you can set it up and do a little bit more. It's it's really cool the way that it all. Uh, what am I looking at? Never mind.
1: Just finish your story. That's what I want to talk about next. But I gotta go check pizza rolls.
0: Well, you're talk go, talk about it. go. You're just staring at.
1: <laughs> our, our buddy April with Bloods by Design has a new video that just came out. It's an update on her blood python that's been sick. She's been having to <clears throat> give injections to. Um, her name's Clarice. Uh, but she's not, she's getting better, but...
2: Hello, Clarice.
1: <laughs> she's getting better, but it's taking longer than April would like. Hey,
2: y'all, look what Rachel just brought me to the
1: I mean, yes. You, yes. Open, I gone. you open whatever she needs
0: after yes. that situation. <laughs> what y'all couldn't see was that she she it was an adult beverage. Bottle. <laughs> that kind of day.
1: Oh, that was my
0: yesterday. Cheers, guys. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Max, is there anything else you want to talk about?
3: Oh, I, I, I could talk for a while. Uh, let's see. Give, give me another topic. Let's go. All right, myths about venomous snakes. What's your favorite?
2: The cottonmouth will chase you. Yeah, not... that's also that's always
0: a great one.
3: Oh yeah, or a uh, or a nest
0: of cottonmouths.
3: Oh yeah, uh, the the mating the old... ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old,
3: the old co- you could fall
0: into a cottonmouth nest. Yep. yep.
2: Everybody knows some kid who fell into it and got and died, but nobody knows who the kid's name is.
0: Or a uh, cottonmouths uh, fell out of a tree into my boat. It got its fat ass up in a tree and fell out into my boat. I don't know why cottonmouths have so much so many myths around them. Because there's water snakes. It's all water snakes fault. Cuz they exist. If there weren't a trillion water snake species all over the place, there would be less stories about cottonmouths.
3: Yeah. Well, so my favorite thing to do is listen to people smarter than me about venomous snakes. And so they didn't have it due to COVID this year, but the Houston Venom Conference. The next one I think is in Denver. But when you listen to doctors and like and like medical professionals discuss the myths that they hear and like the hospital stories, so I think you can go onto Amazon and you can find. Um, it's not a Taser. Taser is a brand, and they'll sue you if you use your name wrong. But uh, but it, like you, they they sh- like they try and shock the venom out of themselves mm-hmm. to neutralize the venom. And th- the hell? and so one of the presenters had this whole medical journal paper about how this dude got bit by a rattlesnake and hooked himself up to a car battery to try and neutralize the <laughs> venom. <laughs> Natural selection at work. <laughs> hey,
2: you know James, I thought about this. We should try and get Dr. Spencer Green on the show and just do 2 hours of him telling us stories like that.
3: Done. You have to bribe well, I- him with kalachis. Yep. And
0: kitty
3: cats. He loves cats. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that can be hard. I hate cats.
0: I, I I just, I always love uh, explaining to people when they go, well, they say, well, there's a ground rattler. I'm like, yeah, well, that's not a thing. Yeah, it is. Like, no, it's not. I don't I don't know what snake you mean, because it's not a snake right. or, or a chicken snake. I'm like, that's also not a thing, but I'm
3: assuming it's a rat snake. Rat snake, bull snake, coach whip. Yeah. Or or the, the bull snakes will either mate with or eat the rattlesnakes.
0: Mm -hmm. Coach
3: whips will bite their tail and roll down a hill. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, no. So, I mean, the the myths I've heard, I've been in Midland so many times and I've heard, oh, I saw a Mojave. I saw a Mojave. No, it's, you didn't see Mojave. You're like 200 miles from the closest one. Um but th- there was this one dude, and like the reason I say it like that is, I met this one dude at this at this relocation job. He he sounded like the the old man from the original Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I saw him all there. <laughs> oh my gosh! But so, <laughs> by the way, by the way, please never do accents again. That was god awful. <laughs> Sounds good to me. But uh, but yeah, no, it, like in doing a lot of those jobs, you know, kind of branching off of that you go to a lot of these large ranches and you realize like how quick you could disappear. And so I've been in so many like bunkers of like, like people you walk in, it's a bulletproof door. They have a grate under you, which has a drain. And then like the next door you see has a hole in it where somebody could stick a gun and like shoot you and all your blood would flow down. And then, like, they have these Uh, walls of these... Yeah, no, and, like, they... So, I've seen major bunkers. I've crawled under one house before. I went through the, like, the crawl space. You crawl, like, 30 feet, and then, like, there's a huge hole in the ground, like, puts the lotion on its skin, like, 1800s, (laughs) like, moonshine cellar. Like, you see a lot of really weird things under these rural houses, and these people have tons of land, and... Oh yeah, real people scare me. Yeah, you should probably not travel alone. <laughs> you, you you need a
0: witness so, at all times.
3: I do have a photo on my phone. Uh, somebody had a yellow, yellow. I think they were like describing a ball python, but it was an, uh, an albino. It was a yellow snake. They were a hoarder, and I was literally climbing over piles of trash and clothes. And then I found a crack pipe <laughs> and I was like, there's no snake here. And I left, but, um, but yeah, no, they, like there's, there's a lot of stories that I love sharing and a lot of stuff, you know, I, I, I try and keep my channel very pretty family friendly, which is why I don't film any of the Herb's after parties. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So I I try and keep it pretty family friendly. But I've like there, there's a lot of really weird stories that that never made it on the channel. The crack pipe being one of them. That's that's yeah. That would
0: that would be a interesting find. <laughs> oh, crack pipe. The the wild elusive crack pipe.
3: I'm going to have to find it in my phone yeah. And, and I'll, I'll post it to the page uh, I'll post it to the group page
2: But but how many of you can say That you had someone try to stab you with a crack pipe
0: Ooh. I, I've never been stabbed I have, With a crack pipe g- I do, no, that I do currently there. have a I do currently have a podcast Podcast co-host With a bad internet connection
2: yeah, apparently it's going <laughs> bad again. I don't I don't know what's going on.
0: Your internet shit the bed, Robert.
3: <laughs> I'm yeah, Howard London to fiber optic.
0: <laughs> Alright, well then, we're going to wrap it up because I'm going to do that before Robert gets kicked off and I have to edit the shit out of this to try and glue stuff together because that ends up happening. Yep. We have like 15 copies of me trying to put stuff together. But, Uh, before we go I do want to hit on again our giveaway for the month of February so $100 giveaway to Southern Reptile Supplies at any Herps Reptile Show so go to our our our. go to our Facebook uh, the Reptile Gumbo Podcast Facebook page it's pinned at the top arg and then uh, just leave a comment about what you would buy with that money, if if you win it, and then you'll be put into the entry, uh, and we will draw at the end of the month, and then you will win a hundred dollars to buy a glass tank, or to buy thermostats, or heat pads, or cork, or as so many people said, Reptichip, chip, which apparently seems to be what everybody wants.
2: Well, that's the uh, person I'll, to get it I'll from. That on-
0: yes. So, Max, if people want to get a hold of you talk to you watch your videos what are all the ways in which they can do that
3: all right uh pigeon mail smoke signal um dead animals on my porch just kidding (laughs) no uh, i've got i've got youtube uh instagram uh i'm on snapchat even i sometimes post stories i know that's a little outdated now i'm on tiktok uh all under max's view uh facebook is max's view youtube uh, at Max's View YouTube, uh, but I tr- and so I, I've had so many people spell it wrong. It's M A X apostrophe S V U V I E W. It's not M A X E S. <laughs> but I guess I don't have in incorrect. Yeah.
0: Yes. So Max's View. Just just search Max's View and you'll find Max. He's if he's you, a little guy. If you can't a big find beard. me.
3: Yeah, if you can't find me, just go to YouTube and look up 60 rattlesnakes under a house, and I'm there.
1: That's insane.
3: But if you search 61 rattlesnakes, that'd be the wrong guy. Right, right. You know That guy also has tons of comments on that video about how big his balls are, which is my favorite kind of comments on that video. And, and Max has comments about how small his balls are.
0: All right, Robert, so if they want to get a hold of you, what can they do?
2: www.lsreptileracks.com or Lone Star Reptile Racks on Facebook or Instagram. All
0: right. Real
1: quick before I ask you how people can get a hold of you. I did want to mention a new podcast that's out there. Our friend Dominique Falco has a new podcast out and it's the Modern Medusa Podcast. And they are specifically highlighting female herpers and reptile keepers, which is really cool. And she's actually working with our buddy, Joe.
0: Yeah, you can find it over on the Port City Pythons. Correct. Uh, feed. Feed.
1: Um, which is really cool. So check that out if you are looking for something new and you want to get into that a little bit more. Yeah. And then James, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they reach you?
0: Simply underscore serpents on Instagram, simply serpents on Facebook, or for the podcast it is the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Facebook. It's the Reptile Gumbo Podcast at gmail dot com. Also remember to go over to our discussion group, join the discussion group, uh, and feel free to post, ask questions. Also, you can, uh, I think I posted it on there too. You can also try and join the giveaway on the discussion group page as well. So make sure you join. Again, if you tag friends or share it, I won't complain. So, oh, and uh, John Grant. Anything else? I think that's it. I
1: think that's about it, Max. Thank you so much for coming on.
3: Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. And I'd I love to share the, the inside of, of of my side of things. So, yeah. I don't know if I want to share the inside of
0: you, Max.
1: Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) You want to keep it to yourself,
3: huh?
1: Oh Lord! Okay. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: (laughs) See y'all later. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.